Welcome to Ball Fans International Podcast. You've got myself, Sturge, you've got Banata Fan, and you've got Nick. Uh, today we're going to discuss the review of the poll game. We'll preview uh, We'll preview the Europa game versus Maccabi Haifa, talk about Waka, the situation there, and what that means for our home games. And we'll talk about the basketball. Um, welcome, boys. Kind of mixed results coming into the Greek league. Um, coming off a big win, we we hosted another derby. Um, uh, um, expect you know, I think we expected a little bit better. I'll let you guys talk about what you think about the game. Nicky, you go first there. Yeah, I can okay. see you've got some strong views on that one. Oh, it was more so. For the game itself, we we really should have won that game. You can't take 20, 25 shots and, and not win a game. Seriously, we've got to fix up at the the shooting. We've got to be more efficient in front of goal. We can't rely. We can't blast you. I need this either. But yeah, okay. We we got to just we got to like Palacios, Zurisits, Gotsiras, Yedvai off the corner. There were so many chances. Vilena from distance. So many chances. We we had to put put one at least one more of them away, and ninety sixth minute equaliser. It's sort of it's it's bittersweet because it's always good to come back. And yet Amayev, it's very good to see him take his chance with open arms because I think we're going to need him now moving forward in the league. He's not in the he's not in the European list, so we're not going to see him against Maccabi Haifa. But um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll need him in the Protathlima moving forward. Uh, what else in this game? Uh, it, it it's a it, we've slipped, haven't we? It's like Jovanovic has gone the, to the total extreme when you compare it to last season. Last season we wouldn't concede either of those two goals, and now we're we're conceding conceding goals, but we we look like scoring. We're we, we're deadly in attack. We we look really good. So I'm not worried in that aspect, but you you can't be conceding two goals at, at home to to this bulk side. They're, they're a good side, but like seriously, like the first one, I love Brignoli. I, I think he should have done better. I think he should have held it. He should have caught that one rather than try to tip it around for a corner or something out of danger. Um, as I said, Yeremeyev, Yeremeyev, good to see him take his chance. He got in between their centre-back and full-back to put his header away. Now, what I wanted to talk about more than anything was their coach, Luchescu. Uh, seriously, boys. Seriously. This guy's had it in for us ever since that cup final where we beat him. And he's talking about... Yeah, Having yeah you know, the the Athens agenda and the referees refereeing accordingly that it's at Leofotos. If you want to come to Leofotos and win, come and attack us. Don't sit back and then and then cry. Or when they they had their chance to to seal it in the the death and they missed the chance, their player I think it was Samara. He could have taken it into a corner, and, and they didn't. So tough luck to him. And how many times have we seen bulk games go overboard beyond the regulate like the stoppage time? That, that goes up on the board. That was only, we scored a, a couple of seconds after the, the 95th minute. A big whoop. The referee can't play full time when, when we're still in the attacking third like that. So, yeah, screw him. Uh, good to see Jovanovic have a go at him, both in the presser after the game and on the pitch. He, he Jovanovic, and again, this is where we're blessed to have Jovanovic. He, it feels like, he probably isn't, but it feels like he's the only coach in Greece where he won't, talk about one particular moment in the game or dwell on the referees. And then we, we should be proud to have him. Oh, but Luchesky, yeah, the less said about that guy, the better, seriously. I think you, you're 100% spot on so many points there, Nick. But 
on Lejescu. The guy's a clown. There's, there's, he's got a history of it. And it's a boy who cried wolf. He's going to keep complaining, complaining, complaining about every little thing. When he actually has something legitimate to complain about, no one's going to listen. That's it's right. This guy does. Um, and, yeah, to complain about it a few seconds after the five minutes, little stoppages anyway. And I actually question why was it five minutes injury time and there was goals in that second half, there was plenty of stoppages, injuries, substitutions, Yeah, five minutes only. To me, yeah. that seems pretty short. But in other That's games, right. as you said, in, you know, Barks had like 10, 12, 13 minutes injury time added. Now we've got five, you know, a few seconds over and it's an issue. Ah, I don't buy it. It's crap. Oh, it, it seemed, was it in the regular season? We won both up there, the playoffs in regular season. One of the games last season went for like 105 minutes or something up there. The, um, it was the, and I was about to mention that, it was the in the playoffs where we won um, 2-1 courtesy of the 40 penalty. Uh, they signaled eight minutes injury, and he went up to like the thirteen minute mark. Did, did the clown whinge about that? No, no, no. I will address him shortly. But what did you think, Panatha fan? Yeah, yeah. look at uh, yeah. The only I think everything you said, Nick. Uh, I agree. Probably the part I will single out is that our defense is leaking goals far more than last year. Yep, we're creating more chances. We're scoring more goals, although I agree with you. Should have put at least one more away from all the chances created, but we are creating. It's great. Big positive, but we're conceding in a big way um, compared to last year where we're lucky to cop a goal per game, if that. Um, I think we, we look unsettled in the back line, and I think losing Magnuson's obviously a key part of that, but I look at that first goal conceded. You know, Funkar got nutmegged. Uh, in terms of the through ball and, and for that goal to then to come about. And we just seem like we don't provide Brignoli the same cover that we were last year um, to be able to keep that clean sheet. So that's a concern for me, the defence. And it's a concern uh, without Magnuson going into the, the next few games in the Euro League as well. I think you hit the nail on the head there. With The, the big one is Magnuson. Because it not only... Like, He's a key player, obviously. He's, he's the guy's he's a he's a colonna for us. He's built a partnership there with Schenkerveld, who's our captain now. But you've got Yedvai now, who has to go on. He's more of a right footer. So now you've got two right footers, and you've got Yedvai playing on the side where he's not as comfortable on. That's just another thing to note that, that's going to throw us out a bit. And I think Eric Palmer Brown's the one that sort of is more left sided, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But he's injured too. We're lucky his injury is not long-term. So I'm expecting him to be back after the international break. I think they said back then, 10 days max. Yeah, and he trains generally up to two weeks. So what, do you, what do you think, Sturge? Yeah, we'll start off with Luchescu. I think he's Bulk's biggest problem. The guy has a talented squad. And to only have 30-something percent possession, they're playing like Levadeikos. Like, you'd expect Levadeikos to play like that. With that much talent in the team, they should be dominating games. They should be closer to the top of the table um, or right up there, in my opinion. They've got Zivkovic. They've got Kostandelias. They've got, like, gun players. Yeah, Come on. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon. They've got, they've, got, they've got a plethora of talent. And you're, you're playing like that, that style. I'd be pointing fingers at him. And he's the king of palming off any accountability um, for any results. He, he never takes any accountability for any results. It's always Athens' fault. It's always someone else's fault. It's never his poor coaching, poor tactics. And as long as he stays at Park, that team with that much talent, uh, they're not going to realise their full potential. 
So he, he's a he's a clown. He's an absolute clown. But more on the game itself, well, just we can say that we had twenty five shots, but you know there was like half chances. You know, Anivis was ineffective. A couple of like weak half shots, like they completely marked him out of the game. They made him a non threat. Um. Juanca's my big issue at the moment. Both goals did come in from his side. Very loose marking there as well. Um, the first goal just complete like weak foot defending. Like they just the ball just went past him with ease. Brignoli palmed it. It's hard to blame. It's I don't know if I can put a lot of blame on Brignoli because it was a deflection that came off Yedvai that forced Brignoli to just try and get a hand to it, but. I think just that reaction, trying to get a hand to it and put it anywhere, just put it in the path of the ball player, um, Brandon. And then you've got um, that second goal where Zivkovic was on by himself on that, you know, on our left-hand side. That's where Juanka should be. Juanka's just come in, left Zivkovic by himself, and then Zivkovic, like the, the quality player that he is, but he put it away first time. It was a good finish by him. Left Brignoli no chance. So, uh, I'm kind of disappointed in Juanca. I think we're seeing like um, uh, Perez that age is looking like a factor where he's just out of position, just really slowed down, being exposed. So it's a bit of a concern for me. Um, the goals goals came from Palacios. Um, first time he off the post, off that like sort of loose ball in the box. You know he's he's really showing his value and his worth lately. Um, he's he's finding the score sheet much more. Um, early on in the season. Um, and then you know Mladenovic finds uh, I don't know how he got that free Yeremev, but just scores on his debut for us. Um, right on the death. So the the draw was the least that we deserved from that game. To be honest, overall when you look at it, um. Bark will probably feel like they they should have won. We probably feel we should have won. I don't think either side really is happy with the draw. Um, if you look at it like that, um, I thought yeah, Palacios played pretty well. Um, I don't think there were too many standouts in the team. Too many players that were pretty solid. Um, it was a disappointing game overall when you when you just break it down. I, it's two drop points as I. <laughs> pointed out in a tweet um rather than a point gained um on the magnuson front he did get a contract renewal so he's out six months that should bring him about march playoff time um the club decided or if it's official to renew his contract he was coming off contract which is positive news not just for him the club showing our faith in him i think that sends a positive message that um we're, we're, we're backing him. I think coming into the game, I think we were head-scratching the lack of defense. Um, no Sideras or Fikai. You would have thought we would have had one just in case. We know Bart can be a bit injury-prone. Um, in the end, he didn't bite us in the ass. So I think we're happy to not come with any injuries out of that game. Um, and we've got the game against Maccabi. We'll talk about First, Owaka. Um, if you don't know, Owaka has been deemed unsafe due to rust on the roof. <laughs> it's a bit of a strange one because there's videos circulating from years ago, um, especially Bayern Munich fans, 
when they played Ike, when they were uh, dancing, chanting, you see the stadium shake, like the concrete, it's not joined together and it's just shaking. And all of a sudden, the government, like four years later, deemed rust on the roof is now the reason to shut down the stadium. Yeah, it, it, it's mind-blowing. Um, We've obviously applied for Lil Fortos to be our home ground. I can't really see anywhere else. I don't want to go anywhere else. We shouldn't be forced anywhere else. Um, so Lil Fortos is looking like the likely um destination. What do you guys think of that? Uh, it's a good thing. Uh, you you were vocal about it all along. You wanted Lil Fortos over Arca in the first place. Uh, Pacto Arca is fine. I mean, it's got to be Lil Fortos, which it will be. It, let's let's be clear about that. Thank God, common sense will prevail. It's just an official announcement, basically. That's all we're waiting on. There were links in or rumors initially could have been uh, in Patra, but it's it's going to be Leo Foros. Thank God for that. It, it's going to be a twelfth man for us. And I think if you look at the backgrounds of Sturge and I, I've got Owaka, and I've been quite vocal about loving Owaka when it's packed. Uh, Sturge, you, you've got your beautiful background. I love that it's gate thirteen there. Um, oh, yeah. What does it say? Athena or Protevusa. Protevusa. So, yeah, it, I think it's no other choice. It has to be Leoporo. Going to Patra, no. They can't, uh, surely not. Yeah. There's even talk it'll about Kipro as well, which doesn't make it, sense. It'll be, it'll be Leoporos. Well, we can't go to uh, near Philadelphia. We're definitely not going to go to Escape. So, it leaves no other choices in Athens. It's good familiar surroundings for the players, and like we said, the atmosphere is going to be uh, Oaco was special for Villarreal. Let, let's be clear about that. But Ren and uh, I think it's actually for the better, actually, now, now that we're on that point. W- would we draw a, a crowd like we did? Villarreal's a more they're not a Spanish powerhouse by, by any means, but they're a bigger brand name than Maccabi Haifa, for example. Would we yeah. draw a crowd of 60 odd thousand against Maccabi Haifa? I would say because Maccabi depending Haifa would be what, the last what the game. looking like. Yeah. yeah, Maccabi Haifa would be the last game. So depending on depending, yeah, true. I would say yes, especially if you know we'll do the preview with uh, Maccabi Haifa now. But if we get that win away now, then yes, I would say yes. Um, so yeah, a lot's going to depend on that, and we can start talking about the game. Um. This Friday morning in Australia, rest of the world outside of Australia, um, England, uh, America, Thursday, lucky. We've got the, we've got the early games. Um, we do have Makaiba Haifa, which is the second game of the Europa League uh, the round. Um, recapping the results, we beat Villarreal 2-0. Makaiba Haifa got smashed in France 3-0. Um have you guys done any homework, any reading about these guys? Not to your extent, no. No, no. I think I've seen the results in Israel. I watched the highlights of their 3-2 win in the last game, if I'm not mistaken. So watch the highlights of that. But it doesn't tell you much other than they can score, but they certainly can't concede as well. Yeah. Um, the Sturge, you've probably got a lot more insight, I suspect. Yeah, they're bringing mixed form into this um, Europa League. So the team that they beat 3-2 is usually their whipping boys. Like, they've smashed them 5-1, 4-0 last season. Like, really high scores. So, and they'll down both times. Um, But I'll tell you something about the previous bulk game. It was the first time we did not take the lead in a league game this season, first bulk. So 
That mm. was the first game we hadn't taken a league, but back to Maccabi. Um, interesting team. So in the league, they deploy a similar formation, a 4-3-3, uh, the same way we play. Uh, with like two defensive, two mids, uh, more of an attacking mid, two wingers, and a striker. Against Renz, they deployed a 3-5-2. Um, didn't work out for them. So be interesting to see which way they go again against us. Um, if they go that 3-5-2 or that 4-3-3. If they go the 4-3-3, I think that will favor us a lot more. Um the, the key players is their striker uh Pierrot. Um, he's their main goal scorer, so he's definitely the threat. A lot of their playmaking comes from their attacking mid. The ca- I think he's their captain. His name's Cherry, so he's got a lot of Dutch experience. He's older, thirty-five. Um, so expect him to be more of their attacking playmaker. So he'd be the invert of say Ruben, who I expect Ruben to be in that position, marking. So will be better for the pace between them two. Um. <laughs> or the lack yeah, of legs lack of pace on both fronts yeah so I expect that to be interesting but also he's their playmaker so a lot of that threat that creativity is going to come through him so they've also got um this other attacking mid Saba who can score can get assists um their defensive mids I think is going to be where their weakness is um, they got two. They don't seem very disciplined defensive mids. Um, I think one's Ali Muhammad and the other one is Sho. Um, both sit, seem they can get into clumsy tackles and give away a lot of fouls. So I think if we put, I think in that midfield, if we go with a little bit of pace, a lot of energy. Um, I'm looking at Bernard and I'm looking at Vilena to partner. Um, Ruben in that game. That's what I'd be looking for. Someone, someone with a little bit more creativity. Someone that's going to win a lot more fouls. And I think the job to do that would be those two. You'd have to go Mancini and Palacios on the yeah. left and right, and um, you got Forty up front. But it wouldn't surprise me to see Bernard and on on the left and Juricic behind um. Because no one else can really play the striker role. The only one that can play is more of the false nine is Palacio. So um, keep an eye on that one. Who, where, which way it goes? So he might want to preserve the legs there in case we get tired because we've got no other natural um, striker. So we're either going to see Fortis play ninety minutes and have Palacio start or Palacio. Spora was rumoured to, to be a chance to make an appearance off the bench in this one. Look, looked like he m- might be a chance. One to keep an eye out on. Because Vayanidis has returned to, to full training. I think yeah, Spora was training, but on his own today. wasn't part of the squad. Yeah. I think they're, they're flying out today, I believe. For, mm. for his... Yeah. He will be, obviously, a last-minute decision. It will be a big gain, but... Um, I think, sorry, he had the hamstring strain and Eric Palmer-Brown had the ankle. Hamstring strain is 10, 10 days, two weeks. So it's going to be really touch and go, especially with the fixture congestion and what he he suffered that against um, Astera, so, which was not too long ago. That's that's almost like a week between the the Asteras and the Maccabi Haifa game. 
I, I don't see it happening. Um, it will be fantastic news if he's deemed fit, but I just don't see the recovery of a hamstring strain being that that short. Um, when you set the teams on paper, I, I can't go past us not winning this game. They could be bogey team. Um, they did they did put a big score against Olympia course, but I don't think they're the same team as last year. Um, I don't think uh, I I don't see us losing this one. Um, a draw would be not a bad result, but if we get a win, that's huge. And I can see us getting a win. There, there's no reason why not. The, the stadium and their and that game will be intimidating. Um, they are passionate fans there. Um, also just going to point out that um, we've been invited. So I'll be joining a Maccabi Haifa fan podcast. So we'll be discussing a preview with them. Um, and we know that it's going to be, um, we know it's going to be intimidating. They're going to be loud. They're going to, it's not going to be easy from a fan perspective, uh, player perspective in that intimidating atmosphere. But I, I can't see any reason why we can't get three points. I'm expecting a hard, a hard fought game. I think they're going to be. You look at Villarreal. Not only did they not attack us, we were winning every challenge. The second balls, we we were we were all over them. I don't think we're going to have it all our own way though. Not, as you said, the home fans will, will add to that. Do you guys know if anyone, if any Greeks are going? If any, if anyone's going to fly over, gate thirteen. There oh, are a few fans going over. I don't know the number though. I haven't heard okay. Okay. how many are going. So we have got an allocation. Okay. Um, uh, look, it'll be a tight game. Yeah, and I think, Sturge, it's great that the Maccabi Haifa fans have reached out and that you'll get a, a segment on their podcast. It'll be interesting to hear their views as well. So I'm looking forward to the, hearing that and seeing that. Um, and they seem like they're, they're very welcoming to us. And obviously, we did sort of support them in a way when they were playing Olympia God last year, and I think they've forgotten that. Um. They did support us by purchasing some of our attire from the clothes yeah. the bowl shop. They, well. they, they, they wear the same colours as us. Yeah. 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 I do remember that, actually, though, in our, our store. I think it was our store at Monisteraki, if I'm not Monisteraki. mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's great insight in terms of um, their players. And I do fear that if we do concede first, that it's going to be a difficult mountain to climb. But I, I do sense that if we get the first goal, um, that we may well then be in a box seat to get a great result. And I think, from my point of view, I agree with everything you said about having Bernard, Palacios, Mancini, Forti in terms of that front four. That, to me, is probably going to be the most effective, or has been, in my opinion, the most effective um, front line that we've had so far this season. I'm not sure about Jurisic. I mean, the jurisdiction is class. He, he can score get goals out of nothing as he showed against A. But, you know, can he gel to the team for 90 minutes? I don't know yet. Uh, to me, it's a bit of a question mark. And I think in time he will, but right at this minute, probably still working that out from what I can see. Yeah, the, I agree with you. I think Bernard, that, that attacking mid has worked a little bit better. I think... Juricic may be more the class player, but I think what's working at the moment is Bernard. Mm. He was the, he was pivotal in that Villarreal game, Bernard. Everything good went through him. Oh, he's really stepped up. And I think he's really sort of finally sort of um, taken on that number 10 role well. 
Um, that's why I love to see him starting again in that game. In one sense, is that Ivan wants him to be starting in these sort of games and let Jurisic sort of find his feet in the Super League. For me, I'd like to see Aral start again, which I know that won't happen. I know Ruben's going to get the nod, especially being rested against Balf. Yeah, I definitely see yeah, Ruben starting. Sure. But an sure. interesting point about Maccabi, they concede early. Whether it's the league, whether it's in Europe, they've conceded very, very early. Mm. Well, that's a good sign. Because it, it'll be interesting. Like it will suit us. Who who plays? Well, we, we all of us, all three, are on the same page. We all agree that Ruben Perez is going to start. It'd be interesting who plays with him in the midfield. We think Bernard's going to be the tenth. Who who's going to be the other man in midfield? Villena or Teddy? I say Villena. So do I. Yeah, I agree. Villena did come off bench against Bale, so he's he's been rested. Even though I think Tedin would be a better fit. I don't know. I don't know. I think Villena. I'll, I'll go with Villena for this game, just for that energy. I think you're starting. I think you will start Villena. And as you said earlier, Sturge, it's got to be Mancini and Palacios on the wings. We, we got, we're down to bare bones, and that's part of the reason why I think it's going to be a tight game. Not more so because of our injury troubles more than anything. So who starts at left back? It's going to be Juanca. I, I, I think Juanca. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we could see Vajani this. That that wouldn't shock me. I'd say he'd more... Uh, it's, I, I don't think he'd come back. I think he'd be on the bench. Uh, I think Gonzalo deserves to start. I yeah. mean, keeping in mind... You, you guys are probably right because keeping in mind right after that, it's Atromitos. That, that's where we could see more changes. Where Mladenovic comes back in and and Vajanidis possibly. Now that we're on the fullbacks, actually, here's another thing to note. We're talking about our attack. How it's just changed compared to last season. When Jovanovic first came in in his first season, I read we had three assists from, uh, from uh, in, across the whole season from the fullback positions. Last season, zero assists from fullbacks. This season, it's still in its infancy. Guess how many assists from fullbacks? It's about seven, six. Oh wow! Already, we're, we're only in October. Last season was zero, so that's another another string to our bow. Yeah, it shows that he's probably putting more um, faith in the, the the fullbacks pushing up, exposing our backline a bit more. But then you don't have Ruben as a defensive king, yeah, covering as well. He's a creator, which is no fault of his. That's just his style, which was worked well last year. What do you boys think for score predictions for this one? I have to ask that, yeah. Um, two one. Bow. That's exactly what I'm going. Two one to us. I think we'll take the lead in the in the first half. We'll be, we'll go up one nil half time. Then I think they'll grab one in early in the second half. Then we'll get a winner. I'd say two nil because I reckon we'll score first, shut it down, and then we'll hit them on a counter for the second. I'm expecting a big game from Forty for this one. Oh, I think he's prime primed himself for, for a big one. Let's hope. Let's hope. The scouts will be out in force watching, so who knows if it does, it'll firm up those rumors of a big transfer within the next twelve months. Hey, Sturge's men United struggling. They were linked with him. <laughs> they need him at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, that's good. We're on the same page. And I think 
Finally, we'll have to address the um, shocking loss in the basketball um, in the Super Cup final versus Olympiacos. No one saw that blowout coming. That was complete shambles that first half. Um, Olympiacos just played pure lockdown defense. We had no answers. We, we've been talking it up. I think our whole preseason has just been magical and then coming up against the, our eternal enemy and we just got absolutely schooled. Um, there is chance at redemption. I think we play in a few days' time against them. Uh, but shocking, shocking. Um, what was like 20-point loss or something? No one saw that coming. No one. I think the first quarter was at 27-11 or, or something like that. It was, we were absolutely smashed. They, they, they were scoring at will. We couldn't get a basket. I think our first three-pointer didn't come into play well into the match. So nothing went right. Nothing at all. Um, and look, as as much as I hate to say it, credit to Olympia Corps. They were well-drilled as a team. They connected well. They did everything right. And we did everything wrong. Um, and I think that probably sets our expectations back a fair bit for the season ahead for the EuroLeague. Um, because yeah, we've got a long way to go before we can really gel and click as a team. Because I think that's our biggest issue. We've got the individual talent, but nowhere near it. It's strange because during the preseason game, so in the Yanakopoulos Cup, the chemistry was there. So don't know what happened from how that didn't translate across. Uh, unless, uh, like any sort of preseason tournament, the, the, the defensive pressure wasn't there from the, the opposing team. They just had it treated as a training run. It's the only theory I can come up with, so I can't come up with anything decent. Um, and even like certain players like Juancho and Bo Cruz, it hasn't exactly hit his stride. He's not showing the, the, uh, the form that we expected from him. It's too early, right? He's haven't even started the season proper, but... Yeah, there's a fair bit of upside to expect from our new signings at this point. Yeah, I expect I expect a lot to change within a week or two. So I think they're just coming back from World Cup, so it's going to be a little bit rusty. So kind of expect that. But in terms of this week, it's this weekend, isn't it? Or yeah. this Friday night, Saturday morning our time at the first game against Olympiacor. I think their centre fall Mustafa falls out as well. Was he injured? So any in. I had the unfortunate pleasure of actually being out of Waka in uh, December to watch the uh, derby against Olympiaco where we got smashed there again. And Mustafa Fall absolutely destroyed us in that game. So him being an out, I don't see as a bad thing because, yeah, you, you did not fare well against him at all. Mind you, we had Papa Yanni as the centre then. He's gone. Um, but, yeah, still not looking forward to this weekend. Let's hope it could be a very pleasant weekend. So, you know, a bar win in the Europe game and the um basketball will be all smiles on the next podcast. Um, coming back to the the lineup for um the Maccabi game, if I may. Yeah. Um the question I just wanted to ask you boys in terms of the centre back pairing. Do you think it needs to be any different to what it is? I mean, I know we don't have much of a choice, but no, Palmer Brown out, Magnuson out. We we got no, we got no choice. We it has to be Bart and Yedvay, and you probably have to start calling up Sideras or Fike, one of our youth boys. 
we don't, yeah, but it's only what until we got the Maccabi game and uh, Atromitos after, and then it's the European break, so should get Palmer Brown back. But um, we need to do something. They're not on the European list, though, the kids, or can we call them up because they're, they're, they're Greeks at any time? How, how does that work? No, I think uh, wasn't I think look, he won't play the let, let's be real. He, he no. he's reluctant to even bring him into the Protathlima in the squad, so he's not gonna play him in Europe. We got a Tromitos next, and that that's they haven't won a game all season. It's that Leoforos, isn't it? Yeah. So we, yeah. we should be taking the game to him. That that's where we should see what one of Siveras or Fikai come in. Well, unless be on the bench, be in the squad. No, exactly. That's that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. How, how do you guys rate the start to our season? I'm strictly Protafima league, excluding Europe. You'd have to say not. I'd say it's barely a pass. Um, two derbies, um, one point out of six, both of them at home. Yeah. The rest of the, you know, we've won all the other games. It's just the derbies have been a real letdown. Um. So I'd have to say it's just a pass. It's the opposite, isn't it, of usual? Usually we've held our own against the big boys and we our Achilles Hill's been the, the minnows of the league. This season, it's been the opposite. As we said, attack, we've improved out of sight, but defensively, we've gone backwards. It, it depends how you look at it. If you're glass half full or glass half empty, I think. like I'm really disappointed in, you know, as you said, one point out of a possible six in home derbies. But you look at these fixtures, like when you match them up to the corresponding fixtures of last season, we're actually one point ahead now this season where, where we compared to last season because we we beat Ike at home last season. Mm-hmm. This season we lost, so we're minus three. We lost to Asteras away. This season we've beaten them, so we went back to zero. Last season at Leoforos, we lost 3-0 to Pau yep. in the regular season. We've now got a draw from that. So we're one point ahead, but... I'm I'm still with you. I, I think it's been underwhelming. And again, I in saying that, I don't I don't think I think it's too early to panic as well. Because we're six points behind the league leaders. We win our game in hand, we go to sixteen, so three points behind them. After the international break, we're notoriously strong. We go there and play them away. We win that, we're level with them. And ahead on, on the head to head. The head, yeah. It's about the points. No, I think you you made some great points, Nick, in terms of I didn't think about it from a head-to-head point of view against each of those teams. And the fact that we're up is a bit of a surprise because all I think about is how we had the consecutive wins. How many wins was it last year before? We yeah, got 10 or 12, it's something. Like 12 wins in a That's row. That's a rarity, yeah. though. Um, so we've already fallen way short of that this year. Um, but admittedly, we had some luck on that 12-win uh, run as well last year, to be fair. Um, but it, three points behind Olympia, go and playing them away. Uh, that's it's not too bad. I'll take that. Yeah. Even though I'm very disappointed, I'll agree, Sturge. It's it's barely a pass. But um, earlier in the week, I think it was some chat in, where the point was made that Olympia was already looking like the title favourite, and I was like, yeah, I think the season's just about done. But upon reflection, probably not as pessimistic about it. It's still very early. I think the, we can call the season after that game. I think that would be more of a realistic point of view. Last season, we were, what, 10 more at one stage, 10 points or so clear. Seven. 
the high yeah. speed. It's, it's far. It's far from a foregone conclusion. Because I was like, Banaf, I was a bit pessimistic thinking it's gone. But then you see it and you think about it. Hey, we're only in October. We've got it's the playoffs as well. Everyone plays each other as well. Everyone will yeah. be taking points off each other. And so really, there's going to be plenty of twists and turns. And you may recall the season before when we won the cup with Jovanovic in its first season. That second half, we were all fair way behind, but the second half, we came home strong. And I just hope that the same's going to happen this year as well because I still feel like we're unsettled. I still feel like a, a new players haven't gelled and we're still trying to find what the best combination of players is for our starting level. I think it's the old players, to be honest. They, they, the new signings came in late. Because like, uh, Aral, for example, he I, I'm with Panatha. He hasn't really settled. He came in with, with ne- next to no preseason. Vilena, he still looks a bit underdone as well. Yeah, yeah. And then anyway, Yedvai pretty much came in and started playing within a week of signing. It was, it was forced. It was yeah. a injury. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, and then I think we signed Mladenovic early enough. He was early. Yes, and, and Zurisic, yeah. Yeah, and Zurisic as well. Um, but, yeah, those other players... It's showing they're not done, and I still feel like I know he's not a new sign, but cheering for me. Some some games he's great, some just seems to be out of his depth. Yeah, the bulk game, I think he was out of his depth against um, Asteras. He was really good, but bulk a bit out of depth. He's one of those guys. You know what you're going to get out of him more often than not, isn't he? He's never going to be a 10 out of 10 and set the world on fire. He's never going to be like a, a 3, 4 out of 10 either. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Think you're but right. he's not oh, – you, you're on the on the money when you say he's not going to be that game changer. That When Vilena gets going, it'll be no contest who, who's, who's who's going to be preferred. So, and I think about it now. Like I struggle to, to say straight away what's our best starting 11. That's uh, a good thing. I think that's yeah. a good thing. And it, it is a good thing, but – same time, it means that we haven't quite settled yet on our starting eleven, and that's where I think you know what there's potential upside here. It's a I'm being optimistic. It's a glass half full approach. I get it, but I'm sort of hoping that you know we'll settle and find that rhythm between Aral, Ruben, and Vilena in that midfield in particular. And I do see Aral becoming more and more of a, a first choice for the defensive mid role. Anyways, boys, I think we've got a big task at hand. I think, yeah, I've got the next podcast in early hours of the morning with our Israeli counterparts. Mm-hmm. So, um, guys, we'll, we'll link it once. Um, you'll see it in, on Twitter and on the socials about it, so don't be surprised. Um, but, yeah, look forward to the game. Um, we'll be live tweeting during the European game. Pleasure to do another podcast, boys. Uh, Metin Niki. Take Bye care. Man. Amen.